I cannot believe it. Empowered is officially available in the Amazon store. The pre-order is over and now is your time to get it. Guys, it has five stars on Amazon and is the top 100 of journals. I'm like over the moon about this. Like I thought it was such a crazy time to be putting out a book, but in turn, it turns out that it's like the best time. People are seeking less confusion, more clarity, more empowerment in their lives. And if you are looking for that, head on over to the link in the show notes and check it out. I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. Kaylee, it's so awesome to have you on the BU Find Happy podcast today. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on. Having an amazing Monday so far. And coming off the heels of a super fun holiday weekend, perhaps. Yeah, it was. Um, I completely got off the grid this past weekend, no cell phone service, and went camping up in the Sequoia Forest in California. Wow. Yeah, we are up in Alaska right now, rural Alaska. So we're kind of off the grid as well. I'm actually Love surprised that. I have service. For this. <laughs> it's so yeah. fun getting off the grid, just, you know, disconnecting, relaxing, being really present and um, definitely needed that this past weekend. Agreed. And I've been feeling like uh, the more that I go off the grid, the the less easy it is for me to come back on the grid. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's like I don't like, you know, I wasn't on I didn't have any cell phone service or Wi-Fi or anything this past weekend. It's like, oh, do I really want to get on and answer emails and be on social media? I'm like, can I have a couple more days? Can I have a more break? <laughs> <laughs> the the demands, I think, are pretty crazy of our world. And then, too, just with everything in the news and stuff, it's just a lot for, our, yeah. I think, the human psyche. So Absolutely. I'm glad to hear you're taking breaks. And I think, too, just for anybody listening, it's a great, great time to to try and go camping or to go for a long hike without a cell phone. Well, maybe okay. with an emergency. <laughs> yeah. Weekend, but not, but not a cell phone. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm like super duper giddy because I have been dorking out on the floor is lava. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think part of the reason is because I just wanted something that's entertaining and fun and not stressful or anything to watch. So it has been such an awesome time, I think, for that, for Netflix to have put that out. I agree. We had no, cause we filmed this a while ago and had no idea, like, how it would be cut, how it would be edited, how it would be portrayed by everyone. And it's been such a hit. It's been like really fun <laughs> to hear everyone's reactions and also like just the really like family fun way they edited everything. You know, it's goofy, it's funny, it's all the things. They really did. And we watched it with our nine-year-olds. So it's great that it's something that we can all do together. That's the best. Um, like the kids love it. I've gotten so <laughs> I've gotten so many like texts and um, DMs about people being like, my kids are obsessed with this show. They're like making floors lava around the living room. And that makes me so happy. And I don't know what age range you are, but we played that game as a kid. So it's oh, so yeah. cool yeah. to see it like, 
like it's that's how you dreamed it would be when you were pretending when you were playing it as a kid and then to see them created is so cool oh yeah yeah I'm in my late 20s and my me my brother and my sister we jump from like the couch to the table to chairs to you know (laughs) pretending like the floor is lava and for them to actually make that come alive and make it so cool it was a blast so um, to share with the listeners a little bit about who you are, what you do, and also what episode you're on so that they can check it out. Yeah. Um, so I own a skincare brand. It's called Clear Stem Skincare. It's the very first anti-aging and anti-acne skincare line with zero toxins or hormone disruptors. So I am very much in the health and wellness space. Um, I am my background. I am a holistic nutritionist. And so internal and external wellness is what I am super, super passionate about. I'm also just passionate in general about being active and having a positive mindset. And so my, my day-to-day life, I'm, again, the co-founder of Clear Stem. I have an amazing business partner as well. And so we create awesome products. But then a huge pillar of what we do is provide education to people because there's so many, both men and women, struggling with their skin after 18 because you think acne and skin issues are going to stop, you know, after you're a teenager. And that's just not the case with 90% of people. And so we educate a ton on skin wellness from, um, from the inside out. Mm. And I have super duper tons of questions about that because, uh, one, I'm really into anti-aging and general skincare as it pertains to your wellness myself and just kind of not only how it makes you feel as a person, but how you're caring for your biggest organ in your whole body. Exactly. And- it is your biggest <laughs> organ. It's so important. Yes. And also I have a redhead. So he is, um, you know, I'm constantly looking for information on how to really protect his skin as a parent. So exactly. It's a um, lot more sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I want to get into lots of questions on, on skincare and clear stem, but, um, before we do that, I have to ask the floor is lava questions. Yeah, <laughs> yes. let's do it. Oh yeah, I so forgot. Episode, episode 10. I forgot to answer that question. Yeah. Okay. Episode 10, so. the last one, season finale. <laughs> and I, and I have seen that episode, but my question is, are we allowed to share the end of the episode or is that against the Netflix rules? No, we can. Yeah, we can totally talk about it. We can share it now. Okay, great. Yeah. So first of all, when we first started watching the show, my husband was like, no way that's too easy. It's not that hard. It's got to be fake. So, so my first questions are like, how hard was it really? Cause some of them, I mean, to me, it's like, no, I think about jumping without getting a running start that distance in some of those cases. And the fact that it's slippery and I can see why people quickly fall into the lava, but what was your experience? It, it was really difficult. And what made it difficult is everything was so much bigger than it looks on TV. Like things were farther apart. Like even when we first started, you know, you see us standing there and there we yell like floor is lava and we begin. The first thing that Kira and I did is we had to jump onto this ledge and grab onto these candlesticks and we had to jump and hope we were going to catch on. It made it look at a little, uh, made it look easier than it was, but I was really nervous. I was going to slip and fall, like jumping onto that first candlestick because it was, it was well above like even my full reach for my hand. So I had to stand on this tiny, tiny baseboard ledge with one foot jump and hope like it wasn't slippery or I would catch it. So even just starting out, 
is really difficult. But again, everything is way more spread out and the lava is so slippery, like insanely slippery. And when you get splashed with it and it gets on your hands, like there was one point, they only showed a quick clip, but there was one point for about like 20 seconds. I'm trying to wipe off my hands on the back of Kira's shirt because we were all covered. There was no like dry part on my body to wipe off my hands. And there was no way you were gripping anything if there was even a little bit of lava on your hands it was like wow silk. <laughs> wow yeah so the first time that we watched it I was like uh, googling fool I was like what is the lava made out of what you know and I learned that because at first I thought it was just dyed water and then I'm like but it's not staining their clothes did it did it stain you guys no it, it didn't stain I said everything rinsed right off so I, I found out that the company that had made slime for Nickelodeon. That makes total sense. I didn't even know that. (laughs) Yes. And it's a proprietary blend that they make. And, uh, and it's a hundred thousand gallons, I guess, of this. uh, It's basically like a slime. Yeah. It was really thick and just completely slippery. Like just. (laughs) Wow. Was it warm? Um, it wasn't cold. I was, I guess it was like kind of room temperature. Uh, Okay. Yeah. And then, so and a lot of times you jump on something and it spins. You didn't even know that it would spin. Yeah, so you have you're no like, idea what to expect going from oh one thing gosh, to the next. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you don't know so if it's going to move on you or, like, you have no idea. <laughs> so I remember in one of the first episodes, this mom, like, literally face-planted on, on I something. Saw I saw that. <laughs> I was wondering, did it, like, does it really hurt? Is it made out of stuff? Like, what is the rocks and the, you know, what is the stuff made out of? Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely hard, but with some give to it. So, like, the dresser isn't, like, a hard wood dresser. It has a little bit of give. So, I'm not quite sure what everything was made out of, but I saw that face plant that she did, and I was like, oh, my oh, gosh. But if you, if yeah. you watch, I feel like, if you watch, she, like, bounces a tiny bit. So, there's, like, yeah. a there's like a tiny bit of give to things. So you're not like smacking down on like wood or cement or something. Okay. So it didn't hurt maybe as bad as like the viewers might think. No, it didn't. Yeah. Cause at the end when Kira was jumping, it looks like her head got smacked with something. Um, yeah. She was, she was completely fine. Like she didn't, yeah, her head was fine. Oh my gosh. Okay. And so then if you guys, I guess this is spoiler alert. So pause the podcast if you want to hear this, <laughs> but you guys won. Which is freaking awesome. It and the coolest. It was, was so cool. Because, like, there's a lot of times when people, like, barely won. But you guys, like, slayed it one. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, you. <laughs> you guys, like, killed it. Yeah, it was awesome. And so um, my question was, what did, first of all, did you guys know as soon as you all made it that you won? Or did you have to wait to see what the others did? Like, how do they do the, yeah. you know, you're up against two other teams. How do they do that? We had no idea if we won or not. Um, we weren't, we weren't, we, so we didn't see the course ahead of time and we weren't allowed to watch other teams. So we were kept in a completely separate area, like on a different, like very separate area from everyone else. And we weren't allowed to talk to the other teams. We were all in our, we were all in separate rooms during the filming. And so everything was kept very top secret. So all we knew is like we all three got across. And we, like, we had no idea if all the other teams made it across. We heard about a couple tiebreakers, like, 
all right, if it's a tie, it's, it's coming down to time. It's coming down. There's a couple other ways to like earn right. points as well. And so they had instituted a couple tiebreakers just in case. But yeah, we, I mean, we were so excited. We all got across and then we were just like fingers crossed that someone else fell in or we're breaking the tiebreaker. Um, but it was a complete surprise that we won. Wow. And you all filmed at the same day. So the other two teams were on the same day as you. Yeah, correct. Okay. And so when they fell in, I don't know if they just don't show this or what happens, but they disappear. So how do you get out if you fall in? They never show that part. You do have to swim out. You do have to swim okay, out. So there's no dive team that's like snorkeling you underneath well, or something. No. So there are there were some people in the water that would help you out because um, they had us all fall in the lava on a different day of filming just to like get some stuff for promos. And okay. when you would come out of the lava, you couldn't hear or see anything because it like completely coats like your ears, your eyes. And so you come oh. up and you have no idea what to do. So there's someone kind of right by you that's like yelling in your ear because, again, you can't hear. And you basically have to like squeegee off your face to like kind oh. of see and Gosh. then like make it to the exit. And then you have to like to squeegee off your entire body, like get all this stuff off and then shower. And um, so, yeah, it's intense falling in. It's really intense. <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah, I don't get the remote very often with my husband. So when I get it and I turn that on, he's like, okay, here we go. You're, you know, fake show. I'm like, no, I want to be on this show. Like, I want to do this bouldering and I want to be Indiana Jones. It like combines all of that. So cool. Yeah, it makes you feel like a superhero, honestly, when you complete it, because it is really hard. I hope they do one where I hope they open it back up again. I see it's like all closed because I looked it up, of course. Um, but I think it would be so fun to do with our son, who's now nine. I think oh that my would gosh. be really fun. Yeah, I hope they do too. I mean, we're really hoping for a season two. What may I mean? What's going to get the season two is if people just keep watching it and keep watching all the episodes, and then if Netflix deems it's popular enough, we can get a season two. Uh, so there you go, listeners. Yeah. So tune anyone that, in yeah, anyone that the, wants to try to get on for season two, keep watching it now. Get those ratings up, and then hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get a season two and season three. And this can hopefully be a really fun thing for kids and families and everyone in the future. I think it's so important too, as adults, that we let our inner child come out. Like I love to play in the mud. I love to run around <laughs> yeah. barefoot. You know, I think that's important stuff. I do too. I do too to really, you know, disconnect from everything that's going on and just be a kid and have fun. Absolutely. So you don't have to answer this, but what did you guys decide to do with the money? <laughs> you don't um, have to answer. No, it's okay. We, I mean, we didn't do anything in particular. You know, we've done some like fun girls weekend trips and stuff together because we're all three friends in San Diego. And so we've just, you know, we've had a, we've had a good time together just celebrating and having some girl time. So cool. I lived in San Diego for seven years. Um, I started in Mission Mission Bay area right by yeah. Qualcomm and then moved to um, Point Loma on the cliffs and then moved up to Del Mar. It was amazing. Loved it. Loved my time in San Diego. Yeah. Love, love San Diego. It's definitely home. For sure. So, um, I know I still, I still see stuff with like, uh, Carl Strauss and you know, my <laughs> friends down there. I'm like, Oh, I missed those days. That was fun. <laughs> Uh, but we live up in, in NorCal now in the pines where I grew up and I think it's a great place to raise our son. Yeah. It feels good to be around family and that sort of thing. So, um, so, so kind of talking that we can switch over. It's summertime and obviously being in San Diego 
a lot or all the time. Um, what do you recommend as far as sunscreens? Do you have kind of a routine that you do there? Or what advice do you have for people that might be looking to protect their skin from the sun? Absolutely. Protecting your skin is so important because that is the number one cause of aging, but also the number one cause of like additional like pigmentation to your face. So if you're someone that struggles with brown spots or red marks on your face or deeper wrinkles, um, hyperpigmentation anyway, the sun just exacerbates everything. And so one of the best things you can do for your skin is have sunscreen and things to really look out for. You want to look for a zinc base. That is what you 100% need to look out for because there's a lot of not good sunscreens out there that aren't even really doing anything, aren't protecting your skin, and sometimes doing more harm than good. So definitely anything that's 100% or not doesn't have to be 100% zinc, but something that is zinc-based. If you are into surfing and really being out in the water, you can get a, a 100% zinc-based um sunscreen it'll make your skin like pretty white but I mean if you're out surfing in the water like who cares <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah um so that's what you need to look out for and then also wear a hat I mean again I was uh camping all, all this past weekend and it was hot it was really sunny we're in direct sunlight pretty much all day out in the water and I just had a big sun hat on to I had sunscreen and a big sun hat on to protect my skin a couple thoughts. Um, you know, one is I, I've always worn sun hats and they were dorky forever. And now they it's were. like they're cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had like, I had such a goofy one on this past weekend. I'm like, I don't care. I'm protecting nope. my skin. <laughs> so yeah, really don't care what type of hat I have on right now. <laughs> and you know, same thing with my son. I always say clothing is your best protection. So when he's, when we're out camping and he's on the lake all day, it's like, you got to have a shirt on bed. I'm sorry. You got to have a shirt and a hat. Yeah, it's, um, it's just, it's so important. It's more important than being tan. I mean, put some self-tanner on, you know? That's what well, I did. I, I put self-tanner on, and then I loaded on the sunblock all weekend. Uh, yeah, my my mom's generation, they used to put nasty stuff like baby oil and just lizard out. And I'm like, no wonder they're having, you know, that generation of people is having such a tough time with aging because they did a job on their skin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, any oil on your skin is just going to magnify the sun on it. And it's just going to literally multiply how quick your skin ages. I have a friend who who puts on the, the oil and burns and then she oh, says, no. I love it because it'll tan. And I'm like, no, don't do it. Just use the self tanner mousse. Go get a go get a spray tan. Then you can look perfectly tan and still protect your skin. Funny story. So uh, years ago when I was living in San Diego, I used to do some modeling and I would go to the, this was when self-tanner boosts just started, like the spray tans just started. And I remember the first time I did one, I literally looked like an Oompa Loompa. Oh, they like, used to be really <laughs> bad. They used to be so bad. Now you have like so many organic ones when they're healthy for your skin and ones that actually make you look like a real tan, not orange. <laughs> but they, and they, they were awful like, and they first came Everywhere. Out. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the they got better. They did. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, and on that note, you're talking about stuff that's, that's healthy for you. And some sunscreens are really bad too for the reef. So any, any recommendations as far as particular brands that you like that are reef friendly and also good for your skin and, and your, and your hormones and your body and everything in general? Yeah, not only protecting yourself, but the environment is so important because we just don't want to add to it at this point with everything going on. Uh, two brands I really like for my face, I love Kula. 
I was wondering if you were going to say that. Yes. I specifically, for the face, I specifically like the, let me see, it's the Sun Silk Mineral 360, I think. And the reason for that is, is some of their products have coconut oil in it. And if you are acne prone at all, that's going to cause you to break out. So the Sun Silk Mineral 361 doesn't have coconut oil in it, has never caused problems um, for anyone I've recommended it to, has no pore clogging ingredients. And then Kula does have some good sprays for the rest of your body, but I also like Bear Republic. Um, they have a, their um, their pink one, their pink spray one doesn't have any coconut oil in either in it. And that one's a great, a great protectant for your body. It's great for the environment as well. And they're both and like great so, price points. You know, they're not any crazy expensive. Yeah. They're made with great quality ingredients. Like they're just, they're two really good brands. I have a couple sun bums that I like too, but not yeah. all of them are created equal. Some of them are not reef friendly. You have to really read oh, the ingredients. Oh, good call. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's so important. I mean, once I find products that I love and believe in, I, I pretty much just stick to those because then you don't have to continually do a ton of research. It's like, all right, this, this one's good. I know it's safe for my body. I know it's safe for the environment. It works. It's zinc based. Like that's what I'm going to recommend. So what do you recommend for people who are up against anti-aging now, not as it pertains to maybe, you know, sun protection, but just in general, what, um, tell me a little bit about ClearStem for anti-aging. Yeah. So one of the most important things you can do for your skin for anti-aging is exfoliate, exfoliating with both a physical exfoliant, but also a chemical one. And don't let chemical scare you. Water H2O is a chemical. So that just means it's not like a physical exfoliant that has like beads in it, you know, feeling it. So um, physically exfoliating your skin, it's gotten a bad rap because there was a lot of products that would actually cause more harm than good on your skin. And there was ones with like plastic beads that would not only hurt your skin, but were awful for the environment. There was ones that would just have too big of physical exfoliators in it that, again, would like tear little holes in your skin and cause more DNA damage. We make ours with really soft bamboo beads. And so very good for the environment. And it's and it's such a gentle scrub that you can do it every single day to lightly just get off the dead skin cells um, on top of your skin and really exfoliate and prime your skin for the serums you're going to put on. Because serums are things that are going to create like actionable change in your skin and really help to even out that pigmentation to reduce the appearance of wrinkles. Because at the end of the day, like we age and we're going to have wrinkles. But there's a way to make them not as deep and to make them more fine and surface level and kind of just smooth them out so they're not um, – you can't tell as much. So – and. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, and exfoliating in general. I mean, I did a detox, podcast listener, so I did detox for a long time. And one of the things they recommended was exfoliating just as your body's kind of sloughing off the toxins. And it was, it's, it almost like it feels good. <laughs> it does. Yeah. You feel yeah. like so fresh afterwards. And literally when you exfoliate your skin, you will see it brighten more because you're getting off that top layer of just buildup and dirt and dead skin cells because our, our skin is supposed to naturally exfoliate and it does but not at you know we can give it a little bit of a boost with physical physical exfoliants 
I think too, humans in general don't live the way we used to um, as far as what we used to do back then. So like I'm talking even caveman days where our bodies were probably a little bit better at exfoliating than they are now. And, and, and we they also were, didn't they were have like as many baths in like lakes and stuff. And exactly. so they were, they were yeah. using sand and dirt. Like when you're in the ocean, your body or any lake where there's dirt and sand and all the things, your body's getting exfoliated from just being in that. And we are now showering in like harsh chemical waters. Like the water we bathe in isn't exfoliating us. Exactly. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. Um, so I love, I love that. I hadn't really considered that for anti-aging. I just had always kind of considered it as just something to do, but I never realized the effects that it would have on anti-aging. So I'm sure that there's probably a lot of people that are being eye open to that. That's definitely something I hadn't heard before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not as talked about. And then you have, so that's the physical exfoliant. And then you have um, a chemical exfoliant, which um, I'm going to say, you know, a couple names, and this might sound familiar, like a salicylic acid, glycolic acid. So you've heard some, like, if you're into skincare at all, these sound a little familiar. Um, salicylic isn't really, str- it doesn't really do much. Um, it's a little harmful for your body as well. So we're not big fans of that. Glycolic is pretty intense. Um, that's something if you go get a facial, you might get a glycolic peel. Why we don't recommend using glycolic as your physical exfoliant for every day is because it once it starts working, it doesn't stop. And it makes you more susceptible to sunlight and more at risk. So, for instance, even if you, even if you put a glycolic serum on at night, the next day out in the sun, your skin is now more easily exposed and you're going to get burned easily and it's going to cause more accelerated aging. So... We use mandelic acid, which comes from almonds, and it's right in the middle of, like, intensity between salicylic and glycolic, and it also stops. So it only does action on your skin for about 15, 20 minutes. So we have people put that on as their very first serum after they wash their face. It does action. What I mean by that, it's going to help even out pigmentation. It's going to help get rid of melasma. It's going to help reduce the signs of wrinkles. We also put vitamin C in it, and so it's also going to make your skin just look more bright and glowy. So you have it on for about 15, 20 minutes. You don't wash it off, but then as soon as you put another serum on top of it or your moisturizer, it neutralizes and stops working, which means you can go out in the sun and be fine the next day. You know, you put it on at night. And what I, what I really love about just everything you just described, I was just picturing, you know, a lot of people who haven't been able to get facials or anything because of everything that's going on. So this is kind of a way to have a home treatment, like to get to do your own mini facial at home. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Acids are the way to go when you're doing a facial treatment at home because a lot of other masks, they're like fun and cute and it's like a fun, relaxing thing to do. But if you want something that's going to actually create change in your skin, an acid serum is definitely the way to go. Um, I'd like to switch gears and talk a little bit about your book, um, yeah. Apple Cider, and, <laughs> and I don't know the exact name of it, but I'm a fellow Rockridge Press author too. No so, way! Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so exciting! I love yeah. that. Yeah, this month, actually, well, last month, I can't Congratulations. believe it's July. Yeah, it's uh, it's called Empowered, a motivational journal for women. Wow. So when that's I awesome. when I saw yours, I was like, oh, that's that's fantastic. So tell me a little bit about Apple Cider and your book and um, what it's all about. And, yeah. and maybe you can also talk about with the mother, because I know that's a, an important component to apple cider too. Yeah. So the book is called Healing with Apple Cider Vinegar, and it has 115 recipes for health, home, and beauty. And it's really fun. You know, I'm a holistic nutritionist, and 
I, I fully believe in, you know, eating for eating for your body, eating to stay healthy, to feel good, to have a positive mindset. And then also the other areas of your life, like I'm very into non-toxic cleaning products and just all across the board, really living more of a non-toxic lifestyle to just feel my best, treat the environment the best way as possible too. And apple cider vinegar is just so, it's so versatile and so fun because I'm also all about making health cost effective. And so when you have one star ingredient that can be used so many different ways, it's just really cool. And apple cider vinegar has an insane amount of health benefits. It's been used since the days of like Cleopatra and like a thousand BC. Like it has been used for thousands of years and it's been used so much because it has so many different benefits. So it's, it's good for your gut. It's good for digestion. It can, would mix with certain things. It can help with sleep. Like when you make an elixir that has honey and apple cider vinegar and chamomile tea, I'll knock you right out. Um, so it has all these wow. different, yeah, it has all these awesome, awesome benefits in it. It can be used for hair rinses to help stimulate hair growth and to get rid of buildup in your hair. Um, it can be used in different cleaning products as well. You can use it for different like bug sprays and sanitizing and all the fun things. And so when I, you know, when I met with the publishers, they were like, this would be an awesome idea for a book. We know you've done a lot of things with apple cider vinegar in the past. We've, we'd love to bring something like this to the public and just really get a chance to, you know, level up people's lives with apple cider vinegar. <laughs> It's definitely a staple in our home. As a matter of yeah. fact, yesterday, so we're up in Alaska, um, we made homemade halibut lumpia, which is really, wow. really fun with fresh caught halibut, <laughs> and needed a sweet and sour sauce. So I actually whipped up a sweet and sour sauce using apple cider vinegar yeah. um, last night. It was amazing. It was delicious. Such a yummy little treat. And all, I mean, just everything on our plate was, you know, home created, which felt really good. Yeah, it's so versatile. And I mean, I, you mentioned apple cider vinegar with the mother, just like a lot of other products in the health industry, things can be healthy or not so healthy. Um, apple cider vinegar, you want to make sure it does have it with the mother. And if you're looking at it, it will say with the mother, but you'll also see that like weird murky substance in it. That's where all the benefits are held. So that's where you're going to get um, like the fermentation and the probiotic part of it. And so if you're getting apple cider vinegar without the mother, you're basically just getting regular vinegar. It just doesn't have a lot of the other benefits with it. So it's not, it's not harming you. It's just, you're not getting that next level benefits with it. And so much too, what you're talking about in the way of like the gut microbiome, I've been doing a lot of research on that and, and how many various different mental health, you know, symptoms yeah. and disease processes start there. So I think people are being really mindful right now with the pandemic about what can I do to be healthier? And this is a super simple way. I mean, they even say like a tablespoon of it a day. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a lot. You know, it's, it is, the gut is directly connected to your brain and your skin. There's like the gut brain skin access and all the good and bad bacteria bacteria in your gut is directly related to your brain. And so when that good gut bacteria is in dysbiosis, which just means it's imbalanced, it can cause different things going on in your brain and cause issues with releasing correct hormones. And like it can control your mood and your digestion and the way you absorb nutrients and directly connected to diseases. Whenever there's too much bad gut bacteria, you have things like leaky gut. It can also lead to autoimmune conditions as well. And so it's so important your gut is one of the health, like the one of those important things to keep healthy in your body. 
And I think for years, people just didn't even pay attention to that mm. at all. Kind of, we kind of forgot. I got existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. Exactly. Just, just bypass the, you know, five yeah. foot of intestines that you have. In your body. I know. It was all about like, cause it was all about like heart health for a while. Yeah. Um, like heart disease was like, you know, one of the biggest causes of death in America. And so I think we were so focused on that that we just completely forgot about the fact our gut and digestive system is literally directly connected to our brain in charge of so many things. Absolutely. Um, so as I was preparing for, for our interview, one of the things about a month and a half, maybe two months ago, I, I had published, um, on insight timer, a guided meditation called the power of why. And I noticed on your website that you talk a lot about your why. And I'd love for you to elaborate a little bit on why that's important, understanding your why and and your why. Thank you. Firstly, I need to check out that article. (laughs) I love that. Um, you know, go graduating college, figuring out exactly what, what I wanted to do in life. And I know a lot of people go through the same exact thing. We feel so confused because we don't know what our why is yet. And we haven't taken the time to step away, be present and really think through instead of choosing a job that seems cool or exciting. It's like, what actually, like, what drives me every single day? And then choosing a career based on that. And so my why is to make a positive impact in people's lives. Whenever I'm meeting new people, I'm in conversation actions that I do during the day, I just want to always make sure them positively, positively impacting someone else and not draining their energy, not taking away from them, but giving something to them. And so that's really helped guide me on my journey with different careers that I have different jobs and stuff that I've had in the past that eventually led me to clear STEM. And it helps keep me on track with clear STEM. Every decision we make in the business, And next step, I think, how is this positively impacting someone else's life? And is that because that's what that's what gets me excited. And that's what keeps me from burnout, because, you know, going, going, going all the time with my own business, it could be very easily to burn out. But if I just keep coming back to why I'm doing this and it is to make a positive impact in people's lives, I never experience burnout because, again, it's coming back to why I'm doing this in the first place. And I've come up against a lot lately, um, just kind of sharing different um, mindsets and stuff via this podcast and with people in my life and different, you know, um, organizations that I'm involved in and, and people push back. And I, I have this moment where I think, oh, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should just not say anything. Maybe I shouldn't just share. And then I say, no, my why is to enlighten people to various different perspectives in the world and different ideals and ways that we can, you know, live a happier life. And so, um, when I, when I feel like stopping because of fear, connecting to my why drives me forward. And I know that I'm always stepping forward in my best self because I'm connected to my why. And so even if I don't always show up in the best way possible, I know that I've made the effort and it's coming from an intrinsic place, which I think is so important. I love that. Cause again, life isn't perfect all the time. I have some days where I'm, you know, super upset and frustrated and all the things Let you can let yourself feel that that's totally okay. But just not letting yourself snowball and perpetuate and pull yourself back and be like, okay, again, what is my why? And again, with the fear-based thing, like you said, I know a lot of people don't take action on what they truly want to do because they're afraid of what other people will think. But if you figure out your why and you're like, this is why I'm doing it, who else cares? Because this is what makes me happy. And 
no one else is living your life. No one else. Like everyone else is characters in your life and you are the leading role. And so it doesn't really matter. It only matters if you're happy. And, and I would even take it a step further to say that you have an obligation to live your happy because yes. everyone around you then also feels an exponential effect from you walking forward as yep. you're meant to, you know, you're good. Yeah. You're going to encourage other people to find their why to figure it out and be really excited about what they do. If you're living yours. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. I totally love this. I'm so glad that you were able to come on. I, Me too. <laughs> Thank so, you. So cool. Um, I mean, to, to be looking for someone from floor is lava and find someone who's so well aligned with this podcast was like, Oh, <laughs> so exciting. Yeah. Um, I really, so really appreciate it. Where can people find your products? Where can they find your book? How can they get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, so the best way all things me is going to be on Instagram and that's Kaylee.Christina. And then all things my business for Clear Stem is on Instagram, Clear Stem Skincare. And then our website is clearstemskincare.com. And you will, if you are struggling with your skin or need, you know, looking for help on just how to have an awesome skincare routine, have it really dialed in go on our website. And again, I told you one of our big pillars is education. So we have a skincare learning center where you can learn a ton of different things for free. Um, we have a quiz as well that'll really help guide you on where to start in regards to your skin and not just for products. It'll give you a lot of information of where to start for like internal wellness as well. And then we also have a course. It's called the Ditch Your Acne course. So if you are really struggling with your skin, you're struggling to find the root cause, maybe You've gone to the dermatologist and used harsh creams. You are thinking about going on Accutane or have been on it and don't want to harm your body in that way. Acne is a root cause. So even if you do all of these Band-Aid approaches like harsh creams and antibiotics and Accutane, your acne will come back until you solve the root cause, Um, which it, it could be something really simple. But our Ditch Your Acne course um, it's all audio. It has a lot of different protocols, PDF takeaways, action steps, but you're going to learn about all the different acne triggers, how to find yours, and then the action steps to handle that and clear your skin for good without using Band-Aid approaches. How awesome is that? That's just a wealth of knowledge for people. Thank you. What a great thing. Yeah. Um, well, and I will put the show notes, you know, with your website and all of that for those people that might be driving or something like that and want to learn more about what you've got going on. But I really appreciate you coming on and I hope that, um, I can have you back on to continue the discussion because so much good stuff from just this. Yeah, I would, podcast I would love to podcasts are a blast. Having great conversation is so much fun. So thank you so much for having me on. Mm, we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. I'm tr- this has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.